Bye, Bennett. Welcome to Seti Sopo. This is a podcast where we work out what is the opposite of something that doesn't have a natural opposite. I black. am Simon. What is the opposite of black? It is white. No, hang on. Hang on. No, you've got hang that on, wrong. No. You've okay, got what's the, whole, the opposite of north? Is south? You've got no, the whole game wrong. Oh. What's the opposite of left? No. Oh. Well, now, Happy New Year, first of all. Merry Jizzboz. Merry Jizzboz, <laughs> did you just say? <laughs> I did say Merry Jizzboz, because it doesn't feel like I've had Christmas, even though I've had Christmas. Oh, I thought Christmas was really nice this year. Yeah, but that's because, the the thing is, like, normally, I try and isolate myself at Christmas as much as possible. Yeah. But we got a quarantine warning from the government, so we had to isolate, and it was not as fun. It's much better to know that you're on your own, so there's, like, two of you and the cats. Having a great Christmas. And everybody else is going, oh, he's really busy. And I'm like, no, no. (laughs) But doing that when you have to, because an app told you, is not fun. No, I suppose not. I liked it because it it was quiet and I didn't have to run around after people. It was good. It was nice. I liked it. I had nice presents. There was warmth and lack of death, which, you know, is pretty much all you can ask for these days. Warmth and lack of death. Exactly. Yeah, we're in national lockdown again, aren't we? Lockdown. Everybody, I asked for suggestions this week. Everybody wanted to know what is the opposite of lockdown. The opposite of lockdown is everyday life. So we don't need to worry about... It's the old normal. The old normal, yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, do you remember the old normal? The old normal. There was never normality. Yeah, there was. Was there? I think I think for the for the first sort of thirty whatever years of my life. There was normality. Well, I was going to say, that was my question. At what point was the last time it felt normal? March 13th? No, no, I think it was before that. I think it's like 2010, maybe. It's not well, been I mean, right. I, I think 2016 was a big sort of like, oh dear, the system shifting. And I think 9-11 was another one where the, oh dear, the system shifting. Yeah, true. Because like, there was a guy in like 1999, I remember. The end of the news, history. Was, exactly. Yeah. And it's like, oh, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> that is his fault. It, it probably is. Because that is just jinxing us. That is true. Yeah, we don't want to jinx things. Yeah. 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 Okay. Go, Simon, what is the opposite of what? What do you want to know? I'll, I'll tell you. All right. Okay. William wants to know what is the opposite of a crayon. Now, a crayon. Do you know what a crayon actually is? Well, I know what Crayola is. Is it one of them? Yeah. 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 Okay. So it's a pencil with a coloured lead. No, <laughs> it's wax. Oh. Is oh, a, it's wax a wax pastel with pigment in it. So it's not Crayola then. Not pe- hey guys, Crayola's guess who's re- reorganised their Let's Do the Bins Day. Oh, okay. Yeah, our so bins. If you hear that in the background, that'll be fun. Our bins are a different day this week. No, Crayola make crayons. You're just thinking well, of coloured pencils. The coloured pencils are also called Crayola. Well, the, the brand is. But um, in French, crayon, crayon means pencil anyway. It's all very confusing. Did you just laugh at me? Did you just snort and laugh? We were just laughing at you. Okay. No one really knows where it comes from. Don't they? No. Have, you, have you checked Wikipedia? I've this checked all the all the sources in the world. Okay. So you want to know what the opposite of a wax crayon is? Well, yeah. Or we could... I 
just dropped my gavel. Oh no! So so is it undecided? Does that count as a gavel bang? Was that was that a decision made? Oh, oh gosh. no, that's confusing. So what? So were they? Tell me about the history of the crayon. Then were they invented by accident well, somehow? They, they were meant to be women's lipstick or something. They sort of used them back in Egyptian, Roman, and Greek times. But they didn't yeah. have a way of sort of fashioning them into a stick. So they were. They didn't have a way of fashioning them into the well, they, stick. They couldn't. Um, they they were good put, at sticks. They, they couldn't them. fashion them into a form that held. Oh, I see. So they're very gloopy crowns. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're more like they were. They were sort of like more like acrylic paint. Yeah. I sp- well, they're more like melted wax crowns. I guess I don't know. So in Europe, sometime. They figured it out around about Da Vinci's time. Uh, Jane Austen talks about them in Pride and Prejudice. Yeah, well, she she's very big on the virtues, you see, because the trouble is she writes about all of these exciting women who can't do anything because they're not allowed to do anything because they're women in the late 18th... No, 19th... No, sorry. <laughs> the late 18th century. I'm just going... Well, they're not. They're early 19th, aren't they? This yes. Early, 1800s. <laughs> early 19th. But it, is that, it's, it, Regency is a very difficult, awkward time. Anyway, and, and they, they, they don't have anything to do other than... So uh, uh, when she describes her characters, she talks about how well they draw and how well they can play music, and that tells you something about them. Oh, okay. Because nice. they've tried to improve themselves, even though it's just a futility. I mean, basically, being a woman in a Jane Austen book is like being in constant lockdown. Lockdown. It's just like there's nothing you can do. Well... Except you know, learn to render on After Effects. <laughs> Are you talking about yourself now? Is I'm it? I'm a virtuous woman. Oh, in, um, I'm okay. really not. They're first kind of manufactured by companies to a big extent towards the end of the 1800s by companies like Crayola. Dixon's. And then Crayola Dixon's. came along. I remember Dixon's. Not the same Dixon's. Dixon's is basically Curry's, isn't it? Yeah, they were the same company, but they had different stores with different Ethoses. One of my first ever jokes on stage, I'd talk about how you'd find... Because the thing with Adolf Hitler, right, is he was such a good public speaker, was because when he was speaking, people convinced he was looking at them, even though there's like 100,000 people there. Mm-hmm. He said, no, he was looking right at me. And he used to practice in Dixon's shop window <laughs> looking at all the tellies. <laughs> that never got a single laugh. Uh, really? Yeah. It's a good joke. Yeah. It's a, it's, I know, it's, it's an amazing joke. joke. I blame the fact that I was sort of, you know, 20 years old and a bit of a tit. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. So, we all know what a crayon is. It's a colouring stick made of wax. We all use them. Can I borrow your yellow? So, I used to have a crayon caddy. It was a yellow square thing and it had paint around the bottom bit. It had crayons around the middle bit and in the middle you could put your paintbrushes and pencils. It was really good. I used it a lot. Yeah, and it span. It's about, oh wow! I don't know if so I bought it. It was like one of those it. things that offer you like a smorgasbord. Thing yeah, I don't know if I, I exactly. I don't know if I bought it, if I was given it, or if I won it. Wow! Or you stole it? Did no, I definitely it? didn't steal it. I never stole things. You just threatened people with knives. No, cats mainly. Knives, you said. And knives, but mostly cats. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Cats are more dangerous. They are. Um, yeah, no, the trouble is, like, they're better than felt tips because if you lend somebody a yellow, it's not going to come back with a black nib. Oh, yeah, black nib. You can't, oh, you can't lend people. Exactly. You can't lend people your black because that's the most useful, you know, felt tip. And you can't lend people your yellow or your pink because they will just get other colours all over yeah, it. Yeah. Do you know what I think it is? And I don't know why. Go on. The opposite of it is, do you remember the glue sticks? So oh, like they're, they're not Prit No, 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 oh. no. 
no, no. So they're like little shovels with like the plastic flippity flip. Oh, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Literal, they're white, pl- re- and they're or... about the same t- same size as a cotton bud. Yeah, like little rowing oars with a big plastic like a spatula. Like there's something quite satisfying about moving glue along them. What are they? They called? don't really do anything. No, they're crap. They're, they're crap at rubbing glue around spaces. Yeah, that's because you overload them with the glue. They're really good if you're really careful yeah. and you use it really nicely. Yeah, I found only grown-ups could use them because that's how yeah. a grown-up would use it. You should use I, a little I, bit I used... and do it like that. No, no I... I put all on there and rub my face No, 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 it. Simon, because the, the point is the less glue you use to on your picture, the more glue you could put on your fingers and then you could peel it off so it looks like skin. Oh, I hated that. Oh, I loved that. No, I hated it. I hated doing that's it. Brilliant. I hated watching it. No, oh, it's brilliant. No. So what we need to know what that is called. You need to Google that. Cause no, I, no, yeah, let's just make up a name for it. Okay, it is the white glue stick. Well, they were red in my day. Were they? Yeah, Ooh. much better. Red. No, white. Oh, red's better. Red's better. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna call them. Team. I'm gonna call them a glue paddle. Perfect. Yeah. So, William, the opposite of a crayon is a glue paddle. Do you have any idea why? I can't remember. No, we no. It just is. It is. <laughs> it just it is. is. It just is. Just Jim is. wants to know what is the opposite of a pine cone. Ooh. Or more correctly, a conifer cone, apparently. Yes, yes, because yeah. it's not. Yeah, it's yeah. three conifers. And and there was a guy. All right, I'm not going to ruin Master Chef Christmas stuff for you, but there's a guy on <laughs> Christmas Master Chef Professionals, right? Who right. said, "I'm going to make your pudding look like a pine cone in the snow," uh-huh. which automatically made me think of dog poo. Yeah, but it did. It ended up looking like a pine cone in the snow, or a, a dusty Ferrero Rocher for some reason in my head. Yeah, but it wasn't. He he managed to get. The individual, like he got, he got seps meringues to look like the actual individual, you know, nodules from the pine. Wow. I mean, I think really the opposite of a pineco is a really delicious fruit or something, because that's all a pineco is. Well, what's a really delicious answer. fruit? I mean, we could really argue about good. that all day. Like a really good strawberry. You see, strawberries are very similar. Now, I did an episode of this on on. <laughs> So this is going to be this is going to be hard for me to remember anything about but apparently there's two types of flowering plant one which has the sort of like you know the pollen that goes into it and the pollen sort of goes into it one way and the other like a I think pines and conifers are one of them where it sort of floats in and it's mm. much more open in the way that it does and I think so it's got to be quite a, I want it to be closed off and strawberries weirdly um the actual fruit of the strawberry is the seed because it's all the the tasty strawberry bit is the, the fruit the fruit right. is the actual little dots oh okay right yeah. technically because of the way because they're like little plums as it were right each little seed whereas the actual fruit bit is like the thing that they spore off of right like the, yeah before you I'm go off too much on. on strawberries we have worked out the opposite of a strawberry is a tea bag which is oh, correct yeah which is, is correct nice. yeah um um kiwi fruits are good kiwi fruits are good and I don't know. I don't know if conifers are native to New Zealand. A good I pear imagine. is good as well. Pear. Good juicy ripe a, pear. I'm not being dirty. Oh, okay. Not being dirty. A good juicy ripe pear that sort Always of check your pear for squelches when you bite into it is a good thing. That's a good thing. Um, well, so a well supported pear. <laughs> No. Um. No. What? No. I said I wasn't being dirty. I, I wasn't either. It's very important. Like, if you have your fruit, to keep them in a fruit hammock. 
<laughs> I want a fruit hammock now. So what what are we talking about, Simon? Would, would a fruit hammock then? look a bit like um a, a string vest? I think it could look like a string vest, or it could just basically you could re um use some large Y fronts, couldn't you? True. Didn't now now am I imagining things? But in the eighties, did we not have string shopping bags? We did. Yeah. Okay. I, d- I don't think I ever used one, but I remember seeing. I remember saying, "How are you going to put your polos in that?" Yeah, exactly. Like it, it seems not. right. Right, like to have I mean, a holy bag. Things. It's isn't it how they Italians pretended that they invented pasta was that somebody was bringing their dough to the butchers, <laughs> butchers to the um to the bakery because like, you didn't have your own oven. You bought you take your you know your dough to the bakery and, and the it just seeps out through the the netting. Exactly, it sleeped out through the netting. That's how you got spaghetti. Forgetting that Marco Polo went to China and probably saw quite a lot of noodles. Saw noodles, yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> Appropriation again, isn't it? So it's cultural, Simon. I, I think talent we were, should be allowed. What? I think we were on the right lines. Okay, a pine cone, like uh, like a good fruit, a really good. One oh, of the best fruits. Oh, okay. Solero. <laughs> <laughs> Explain to our non-British listeners what a Solero is. It's like um, it's wool Solero. It's a type of now they would say popsicle, wouldn't they? Popsicle. Oh. Yeah. Popsicle. In or certain lally. places they it's, would say that, yeah. It's basically an ice cream on a stick that tastes of exotic fruit. It's ice cream wrapped in ice lolly, sorbet isn't it? Sort of stuff, yeah. Yeah. No, it's not ice lolly, though. It's not ice, is No, it? that's it's true. It isn't ice lolly. They have them in Australia. Really, um, it'd be a very unpleasant sorbet without the ice cream. Okay, so Take we it. call them Soleros. Mm. Iran has them called Salar. And Australia has them called Splice. I mean, talk about an axis of evil, those countries. <laughs> Quite. So, all right, yeah. The opposite, Jim, of a pine cone is a Solero, apparently. That's perfect, isn't it? Yeah. Is perfect. I'm not a big fan of Soleros. Why Well, it's, it's even it's, wrong. They're the perfect. They're the perfect way for explaining how Diplodocus eats um, off branches. Go on then. Because you got to put like um, Diplodocus got teeth that go like they point out slightly, right. so they're a bit buck tooth. They're a bit like English women. They got their teeth pointing out. Hum, 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 hum. Right. So what they do is they go up to a branch and they basically eat. They they put their mouth at the tip and they go all the way to the trunk and then they use their their teeth and they ripple the vegetation off by pulling it back, just like you. Get a Solero, put the entire thing in your mouth, and then rip it back and have a mouthful of lovely Solero. Or I um, wish I could do that. But how you would eat cheese and pineapple off a cocktail stick? Yes. Yes. Or so what's a, the other one? The Diplodocus. You can just have this one for free. Is one of those um, um, hedgehogs with the um, tinfoil hedgehogs with the pineapple and. <laughs> no, we're not doing that. So anyway, Matt wants to know what is the opposite of a lightsaber. Now, lightsabers aren't real. They're not real. They're not real things. But we all know what a lightsaber is. Lightsaber, lightsaber. It's that really funky disco beat. Exactly. It's a laser sword. Yeah. So, uh, what what's the opposite of that? Well, um, what do they... It's a pew, pew, pew. How is it not a gun? How is it not a gun? Mm. You're asking how a... La- hang on. No, no, no. no. Uh, how the opposite of The opposite is isn't, a, a isn't a laser gun. I don't a think a laser gun. gun. I just think a normal gun. Well, 
they're both weapons for a start. No, oh, that's true. So you want a shield of some sort. Yeah, that's true. Like, uh, oh, I know what it is. It's um, is it agents of shield. No, it's Star Trek. Some um, uh, Ray shields things, isn't it? Ship Are you shields. Sure, it's not an iPhone protector. Or it could. Well, yeah, that's true. Because an iPhone protector is a real thing, isn't it? Real. Yeah, it's real. Yeah, it's a real thing. It's not in Star Trek. But it does protect your walkie-talkie. Yeah, why don't in... Well, they do have them in Star Trek. They, like the flip covers, don't they? They do. They do have flip phones. Well, they do have flip phones, that's true. But they are um, they also have talkie buttons. And in the modern <laughs> ones, they have little projectors that oh, means that you yeah. can wiggle your fingers in front of your face yeah. like an idiot. Yeah, like, I don't like know walking... if other people can see those or not, because I think it'd be much funnier <laughs> if other people couldn't see them. <laughs> and then you had, and then you just had people just wiggling their fingers in front of their face like a man. Like, I was going to say, maybe Mad Men are from the future and they've got that tech exactly. and they're walking around the streets going, oh, I'm just checking the... the, the, the I the, mean, the, maybe, you know, there are people who, unfortunate people who have been diagnosed with schizophrenia, they think they can hear voices, but they can actually hear voices. They can hear the voices of the Starship Enterprise that's <laughs> going over and it's Scotty complaining about the plumbing. Yeah. And Kirk saying, oh, we got to kill them all. Kill them all! I think you've got him mixed up with Charlton Heston there. Did Charlton Heston ever present Have I Got News For You? Let's Did go. William Shatner? Yeah. Really? It was very funny. He was flirted with um, Andy Hamilton the entire time. Really? Yeah, it was really funny because Andy Hamilton didn't know what to do about it. He kept oh, I, I would have gone with it. Well, I think he did. But okay. it uh, unsettled him. William, Sh- uh, William Shatner had no idea what the show he was, was on and was making jokes about politicians he'd never heard of. And I bet he did it really well. But yeah, I think so. He, I mean, he did what he could. Well, exactly. Yeah. It's like Larry Hagman being on Shooting Stars. So, an iPhone case... Is that, is that what we're no, going with? No, it's the with? iPhone screen protector. I don't know what an iPhone screen protector is. No, do I really. It's a sort of sticker that you put on your iPhone. Oh, it's the thing you normally take off when you get a new phone. Yeah, you get a new phone, you take it off, but then you put it on, you put a new one on, which is like 10 quid. Why did you just it, leave the one on there? Because that one doesn't respond to touch very well. I had a phone for the longest time that wasn't working, it, like for about a year and a half. The touchscreen was rubbish, and I realised I hadn't taken that protector off. You're an idiot. Well, I just like one day just saw the corner of it slightly. I went, oh, and I had that really satisfying peeling moment. I did that with all the cabinets in my kitchen. <laughs> they all had protective yeah, covers. Yeah, they all on. had. Yeah, but it was obvious they were like bright blue, and right. then you took them off, and they were less blue. So you enjoyed peeling your cabinets. <laughs> Is it very much like peeling my skin with a glue? Stick? Oh well, there we go. Yeah. Okay, so the opposite of a lightsaber mat is an iPhone screen protector. Therefore, this week we worked out the opposite of crayons is a glue paddle. The opposite of a pine cone is a solero. And the opposite of a lightsaber is an iPhone screen protector. You may plug your other podcasts. Thank you very much. I will plug the British Museum member cast. We do talk about the Arctic and how hot it is. It's really hot. Is it hot? It is hot. Guess how hot it gets in summer. Does it get as hot as my pants? Yeah. (laughs) It's a very cold It gets to 35. Mm-hmm. Yeah, quite mm-hmm. regularly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't you got a mouthful of coffee, don't you? Yeah. Does the North Pole <laughs> get that hot? I don't know if the North North Pole does, but certainly the Arctic Circle does. So wow. yeah, probably the North Pole. Okay. What's that got to do with hot. the natural the, the the British Museum? They've got an exhibition on the Arctic. An exhibition. So I was speaking to the exhibition. I was talking to the lead curator. No, actually, I wasn't. I was talking to the not lead curator. I was talking. Okay. I was talking to a Dutch man who sounds like he knows everything. Yeah. So gosh. there's that, and you can also listen to Terrible Lizards. Which 
which hopefully, fingers crossed, tapping my face, will be back um, or at the end of this month. So I'm very excited. So catch up now. If you yeah, you should. Up, catch definitely, up. Definitely, definitely. I'm working my little fists off or something. Um, fist working off. your bottom off. What do they do before? We've got 10 episodes up on Izzy Tube. So if you go to YouTube and search Izzy Tube, you should be able to find all of that. Also and I'm making good. other stuff as well, but we will see. Oh, we'll see secret project. But um, yeah, no, I've been writing. I've been oh. writing. I've got my... I I handed in my me. book, Simon, and my editor is back to work tomorrow. So not, I always feel feel like handing in scripts is like handing in homework. It just I, I dreamt I dreamt last night that I I'd handed in I just I've been approached by a team of people to write a book and I just sort of go oh that's an idea and they said yes and then I had to write the book and it was um I think it was basically the meaning of lift so um yeah do all that you, you know you like have anxiety dreams about you know not being prepared or you've not met a deadline or whatever I literally have just watched a video this morning of a uh, pianist she sat wet, uh, uh, in the middle of the orchestra and she's all ready to go and the conductor goes go and the orchestra starts playing a tune and she has this look of panic on her face she face palms and she looks terrified uh, and then you hear hear her whisper to the conductor going, I learned the wrong tune. And she's about to have to do a concerto, a piano concerto in front of thousands of people. And like, literally, this is like your your worst nightmare. And he leans in and goes, oh, you'll be all right. You, you'll remember it from last season when we did it. And she's like, what the fuck? And he's carrying on, he's carrying on. And he, he whispers to her, go on, you'll be fine. And then he goes, go. And she goes, and she plays it. Pitch perfect. I just dropped my gavel again. Oh my god. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna send you, you the video. A, you need a gavel holder. I need a gavel. Oh, I need a holster for my gavel. Okay. We'll be back next week because you know, we're in lockdown. Bye bye. Hello. Hello.